This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, my co-host, Jared Morgan. Hey there, everyone. So uh we talked a little pinball last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Quite a little quite a little bit of pinball, gee, a lot of pinball. Yeah, I suppose you're gonna make me talk pinball this week too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we should probably do it again, you know. <laughs> Let's blur on a bit about pinball, because, you know, there's been lots happening since the, the three weeks that we uh, kind of didn't do a podcast. Yeah, I guess we got to catch up on all that before I can start going on about the uh, things I usually like to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the movies and snacks component of the <laughs> of the Black Hay podcast. You might note that um, those people on um, Blab, I am now wearing my Black Hay podcast t-shirt. It is um, full of win and um, uh, very attractive and I hit with the ladies. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, get one. We, we should note all of the, uh, you know, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, what the heck is this blab thing? And, oh, I missed it on Sunday. Hey, you know what? These things are actually uh, archivable. You can look us up and find previous uh, episodes that we've done. Yeah, um, so all you have to do is just go to blab.im. And then in the search bar, type in blockade and uh, all this stuff can pop up. So if you don't feel like listening to our ads or the little musical cues that Jared throws in and want to see our ugly mugs, then uh, go for it. I believe (laughs) you can even download the audio. Um, Maybe, I'm not sure. Maybe that's only as an administrator, but I know that um, you might get the option just to get the audio if you don't want to listen, like watch the video or just like download it for later. So if you want just the raw, unedited version with all the the um, long, <laughs> long lingering pauses and stuff in it that we have to cut out because of the time, the um, time delay with the uh, audio. Then yeah, please do download the Blab uh, <laughs> audio, or you can just take the easy way out and you know just, deal with the the sound. But yeah, because you know <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> no, no, it's not like there's massive amounts of editing going on. I don't when I when I listen back to the uh, you know the full show. It's not like I'm going, hey, Jared really fixed things there. He knocked out a whole 10 minutes from when we recorded this. Yeah, none yeah. of that's happening. So It's like five <laughs> minutes, if that. Sometimes if I'm feeling lazy, not even that. Because, <laughs> you know, last couple of weeks would be real busy for me. Anyhow, we could talk about that in the back room. Good. So I guess we'll, uh, yeah, we'll just jump right into this. And uh, we're going to talk about what I meant to talk about last week and didn't have time. And I want to just get dive right into it. And that is Zen's new tables. Oh, man. They're so, so good. So uh, Zen surprised us all somewhat, I guess, because um, we've been complaining about it. We're like, oh, why? can't believe Zen doesn't have a new Star Wars table out. And then what do you know? Zen popped out with uh, two <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> tables. Here's some tables for you, yo. So, yeah, it's so, not bad. Yeah, so we got the uh, the Force Awakens. Uh, which is kind of your, uh, if you're familiar with any of the previous Zen Star Wars tables, that's the one that uh, 
is much like the Empire Strikes Back table and the Return of the Jedi table, where you got the movie scenes. And you're kind of playing uh, events through the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they have the other table, which is Might of the First Order. This follows along with what they've done uh, with just the other Star Wars properties, where they take you know certain characters or uh, you know the bad guys or whatever, and just let you kind of bash around and hear all their audio calls and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, two two completely brand new tables, and I myself have been absolutely loving force awakens and i know you jared yeah. were saying you actually loved uh might of the first order might of the first order yeah it's a, it's kind of different to what i've seen um in the past from a lot of these star wars um tables something about it, it's really um quite flowy actually um a lot of the other ones were too um i think the the force awakens was done by peter graffel the designer I think I'm just trying to remember that from the top of my memory. There's a, if you are interested in finding out who designs the tables, I've found out two things. I've mentioned one, which is there's a um, uh, designers list on the Zen forums um, uh, uh, website. But there's also, if you go into table explore mode, um, there's actually table credits for all the designers on the game. I didn't think there was. But um, you can hmm. actually see them written on the playfield, just like a normal pinball machine. Um, <clears throat> but it's not evident. It wasn't really that clear to me that there were um, credits on the table. So yeah, good on good on whoever pointed that out to me. I can't remember your name, but thank you. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> but yes, it, it's done. Um, the The main designer on all of the Star Wars tables um, has done this. The The Force Awakens one, you can tell it's. It's got a distinct style to it, um, and it's yeah, it's very playable, <laughs> as I'm sure you agree. Well, I think what I most like about uh, Force Awakens is the ball has a lot of bounce to it. Mm. The slingshots really fire the ball across. Um, you can do dead passes, which. In a lot of Zen tables, I don't get that sensation where you know the ball's coming down, and if you don't flip your flipper, it's going to hit the flipper and just roll right down the center. Dribble down, as opposed yeah. to yeah, as opposed to bounce across. And on Force Awakens, it really has what I'm used to when I play pinball arcade, which is you know being able to do dead passes. It's got um, that great white rubber bounce, so like off all yeah. of the slings, like off the top of the slings, it will actually bounce off the top of the slings quite realistically. I think um, that designer. Um, is really starting to put the real-life physics into the tables. Because as we found out from um, Bobby when she was on last time, it is up to the designer how they implement physics and how they implement the feel of the game um, to suit their individual um, sort of uh, producer um, requirements. So, yeah, I I really like this designer who does these games. He should do more. And (laughs) I think at one point he was trying to encourage other the um, table designers to put those realistic sort of mechanical effects into um, the game as well. So slingshot realism and stuff like that pop up for realism. Um, but the other yeah. thing that's noticeable with it, and uh, this to me is in stark contrast. <laughs> well, you can kind of do the AB comparison between uh, Might of the First Order and this, is that the ball wants to go up the ramps and wants to go, you know, in the orbits. It it mm. doesn't. As opposed to Might of the First Order, where getting it to go into a ramp, you know, and I've said this before, if it just so much as grazes an edge, uh, 
as it goes up to a ramp, it'll just start rattling around and roll back down. Also, in Might of the First Order, there's one ramp that is the uh, the ball lock that uh, you can send it up. Yeah, I think it's just a ball lock ramp. I don't know how many times I'll hit that thing full force, not hitting anything on the way up. It goes right down the middle, and it goes halfway up the ramp, and then rolls right back down. It's like, man, how much force do I need to use to get this thing it. up? You I know? love the fact that it's actually it's like, they're not vacuum ramps. They they do actually take some It's not vacuum ramps, skill. but it does to me, that's what is kind of killing the fun of it for me on that table. Again, it, it's like, I want the shots to be completable and be able to have a flow to them. Whereas Might of the First Order, I feel like it's me battling the table, trying to get the ball to go exactly where I want to go. And even though my aim is virtually true, it's still finding a way to, you know, kick it back to me. And so that's where I, I, I know some people love it. Like you're saying you love it. And to mm. me, that's what's making that table not as exciting to me as force awakens. It feels more real to me because that's exactly mm. what happens. With, I mean, you know, you've played enough tournaments and stuff in real life and that's exactly what happens with ramps. If you don't shoot them right, they rattle around. Yeah, but it's, it's also some tables are designed when you think about like medieval menace. You're supposed to be able to do that left, right, ramp, right, left, bleh, left ramp, right ramp, you know, back and forth. Right? Right? <laughs> right. You're not supposed to have to catch it, do an absolute aim, and then, you know, fire it up again. It's, you know, there's a real sense of flow that can, you know, happen to these. Um, so yeah. that's why it's kind of funny because of the two tables, now I'll say this of the two tables, might of the First Order is much more a classic pinball layout. Mm. It doesn't have all the crazy doodads going and on toys it. Toys and things. Um, it's very, yeah, it's very light, light on the effects. Like the only real playfield toy, I guess you could say, is the um, it's the big sort of um, stormtrooper dude setting the ball on fire. Um, right. <laughs> and that right. mechanic in the back with the. But it's not a distracting like, thing with him no. doing that. No, it's fine. Whereas Force Awakens has, you know, TIE Fighters flying around and the Falcon flying around and Daisy jumping all over the, you know, the screen right as you're trying to, you know, shoot a ball. And, you know, it's got all sorts of stuff it's happening. It's pretty graphically intense, yeah. It's, it's know, awesome. Yeah, Rathar is popping out and, and everything. So it's, you know, again, that's definitely the more fantasy of the two tables. Mm. So I find it interesting that the more fantasy one is the better physics, you might say. Or the more forgiving physics. The <laughs> no, but what I'm saying, no, but again, no, but again, what I'm saying physics wise though is with the ball bounce. Um, oh yeah. And again, I've played oh, yeah, plenty of I've played yeah. plenty of real tables where yes, I can graze you know a bumper going up a ramp and the ball will still make the ramp as opposed to just like stopping dead in its tracks and not going any farther. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's funny. I see what you mean by the, the comment about the physics thing. You think that the um the uh, Force Awakens table, um oh, sorry, the um Might of the First Order would have those sort of more realistic bounces and stuff like that in it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting observation. The other thing that I noticed was that with Might of the First Order, I have no clue what to do. Oh. I had to look up I had to look up the instructions and really find out, oh, that's where that has to go. Because it's stuff like you need to shoot this two times, but there's no indicators on the table to tell you how many times you shot something, you know, there's no, you know, when you're shooting into a lane, there's not a whole bunch of inserts that are lighting up, letting you know how many times you've, you know, done this. There's none mm -hmm. of that. And that there was one point where I kept on getting this countdown and I'm like, what is the countdown for? What shot do you want me to take? I played that table, you know, half a dozen times and couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out and looked up the instructions. And it turns out that, Oh, 
there's a ball locked in the turbo laser that's like a cannon, you know, like T2. Yeah. I'd never even noticed it. And why hadn't I noticed it? Because whenever that happens, you're in multi-ball. Ah. And there's no, unless you're following the ball where it goes, and, and with Might of the First Order, there's also that sunken uh, level, you know, like yeah, uh, Black cool. Hole has. Yeah. It's very it's, cool. And, and I love the mechanics that they put onto it. But yeah. it becomes this thing where it's like, I don't know what level I'm even paying attention to. I've got balls rolling on top of it. i got balls rolling below it. It is deliberately distracting. I love that. The fact that the, yeah. the mini play field is right, pretty much overlaid exactly where the flippers are. It's it's such a great mind frack <laughs> that you have to like get your head around with that table. It's great. In multiple, especially because yeah, I wish I wish it was like maybe a little out of focus or or something because it, there are times when I can't tell where the ball is dropping from. Is it dropping from the mini play field, or mm. is it dropping from the the scoop right above the mini play field? And there's been times when two balls are going at the same time, one dropping from the mini play field, one dropping from the top, and I'm not sure which flipper I'm supposed. To, I know it's supposed, great. Uh, <laughs> supposed to be hitting. So it's great. there's I, I a think- lot of. That There's a lot of that where it's kind of <laughs> you love it and me. See, I was is, like, this is unnecessary distraction. This is totally what I think about like a challenging table. I don't think there's actually a more challenging table in um, Zen from a visual um, load, a cognitive load perspective than this table at the moment because it's got a few um, optical tricks in it, like that mini play field, that you really have to just sort of use your peripheral vision and just judge things rather than try and see things. It's a really clever design ploy by the designer on this one. I think it's something that I'd like to see a bit more of in the game because it really extends its life. It's not just a spell like all the Fox tables. Don't get me started on those. Um, the All the just shoot this <laughs> ramp, endless, 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 endless times to spell a word. Like I, I hate those tables. I really do. I'm kind of got buyers. Well, that's because that becomes kind of boring. That's, mm. I've really got yeah. buyer's remorse with the Fox tables. Because I should it, not have bought them. Like, do mm. not like them at all. I know we'll talk about that in a minute, but yeah. Yeah, we will in a minute. Um, so, I mean, it, it to me, Matter of the First Order, it, it highlights some of those problems that I've always had with Zen tables, like I said, where it's just, it doesn't guide you to what you need to be doing. It makes, it, it's kind of difficult to figure it out. Mm. Um, but I do like the challenge of it. And I've enjoyed playing it for sure. Um, it's it's kind of one of those I'm I'm enjoying it enough to overlook. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Otherwise, on other tables, I just go ah, I give up yeah. and and you know don't even bother with. It's got something um, course, keeping you there. It's just like it's keeping you yeah. there begrudgingly, and you, you yeah. Know, like, yeah yeah. And honestly, I think probably what that is is because, like I said, it's very close to how a real pinball table layout. Would looks be. and feel and would be, yeah. It would be capable um, if you would be able to do that in real life. A lot yeah. of that, stuff. yeah. So Force Awakens, that thing is—I don't know—it's—it's it's catnip to me. I'm drawn stop. to it. I, I can't stop. Um, I never get tired of hearing the Star Wars music playing. Um, I think the Daisy voice that they used is—I uh, keep on saying the Daisy voice. Daisy Ridley is the actress. Uh, right. The Ray voice. Um, I think is pretty good. I think the Finn voice is pretty terrible. Like, mm. like it really doesn't sound remotely so close. This is this um, is an interesting point you make about this because yeah. th- these are not original voice actors, are they? No, these are no. right. Let's talk about 
how Zen could make improvements to the way games work um, from a player perspective. One of those okay. things is custom callouts that tell you where to shoot and when to shoot. Shoot the right ramp, shoot the yes. left ramp. Don't just keep on saying like the same thing over and over and over right. again. Get the voice actors to record shot maps, shot callouts, because yeah. it's the thing that really makes it hard to play a Zen table for someone that's used to playing like a Belly Williams table because they they have all those callouts. And the other thing as well, the DMD size, we're, we're playing a video game here and that's fine. And you are playing on relatively decent sized screens, but the font and the text in DMD is so small compared now, to. I can make mine bigger. There's two sizes to the DMD. I've got mine set on the maximum you size. Got on maximum. But the actual mm. the, the pixel size or the 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 font height of the font yeah. in the in the screen is just too small, and it's usually on a background that's got too much going mm. on on them. Think about back in um, Belly Williams and even Stern Pinballs. Like, they don't mix the font with background images in no. Stern Ball. It's basically that when they give you an instruction, they say, right, the font is front and center in your vision, and there's nothing behind it to distract you. And there's also usually a bit of a delay and a bit of a light show before it kicks the ball out. Now, this doesn't yeah. happen on Zen, and it drives me insane. Yeah. Insane. Because yeah. it's so hard to work out what you want to do and, and re go, okay, so I've got to read the instructions. Because a lot of these modes are really complex. Like you've got to shoot this ramp a couple of times and shoot this, this um, uh, drop and then shoot the um, scoop. And it's just like the instructions are blurred and you're trying to do this in real time with balls flying around. It's really hard for me. I don't know if it's like that for you too, but. It is because I was messing around. Once I found out who the designer of Force Awakens was, I looked up some of his other tables, and he did one of the one of the two South Park tables. He did mm. the uh, not the butters one, but the other Super one, the main pinball. Yeah, one. I love that. I love that table. It's great. Yeah. But that thing is so busy, mm. and there's no uh, the like zoom in on something or or the the DMD. But again, it, it's that thing where you're like after it goes back to you playing. You're like, so where did you want me to shoot? Yeah. What what combo did you want me to do? I have no clue where I'm supposed to be going right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, once you've played it enough times and you figure it out, okay, now you've got it. But it it's like, should it really be this much of a mystery to me? It's you sort know, of I don't... like, um, to me, it's like with the Belly Williams, the real tables. There's there's a definite sort of we'll talk about this. There's a there's a UX or a user experience built into the table where it tells you exactly what it wants you to do really, really simply. Like there's no, <laughs> you say shoot here and shoot here, basically. <laughs> and some of the Zen tables fail to do that. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's very strange. Very strange indeed. The object is you got to go through the movie scenes. Mm. In the past Star Wars tables, you always have to choose which movie scene you want to do. And they had one through yes. six Typically, mm -hmm. uh, this one you don't get a choice. You have to play it in order. That's and I think cool. there's a total of there. I think there's a total of twelve scenes. I wouldn't know as I've only gotten through about seven or eight. Um, no matter how much I've tried to uh, to power through them, but I like that they're making you play it in order. The other thing that I like about it is that even if you lose a ball, the mode is still active, and yeah. so it doesn't uh, disappear until you've 
finished the mode. And I like that because it's very annoying previously where you're constantly up against a timer and you're just one shot away and then brr, it doesn't do it. And you're like, oh God, now I got to play through that whole thing again. Um, so there's none of that with this particular table. Um, and I really, I think that's probably why I like it so much. It's, I, I appreciate a whole hell of a lot more. Uh, for they doing that, not making us uh, work so much. <laughs> yeah. That, and that being said, though, that being said, again, I've only gotten through seven or eight of the scenes. I'm. It's hard to, many out there? to complete them all and get through. Like I said, I think there's 12. 12 scenes. Gee, that's huge as far as modes go. It's huge. That's, that's like yeah. the biggest And, and the modes. really cool thing is that I was going to say, sorry, that's that's like the yeah, best it is a lot. In, in any of the, the Zen tables, really. Maybe, well, Epic Quest, maybe if you count each of the, the things you fight as modes and leveling up. Yeah, but they're not, they're, the problem with Epic Quest is it's always the same thing. You're mm. always shooting the same ramps over and over again, right? Whereas mm. this is giving you a whole bunch of different combinations. You know, sometimes it's just shoot whatever's lit and they always stay lit. Sometimes it's you shoot what's lit and then all of a sudden that disappears and you're you know trying to disappear all the lit lights. Other times the lights are moving, so it's you shoot the shot and you just didn't get there in time, and it moves to another lane. Um, it's even yeah. the multi ball is different, like because uh, you can do Millennium Falcon multi ball, and it's just shooting uh, the the center hole basically, and uh, you know hitting drop targets or whatever to knock down to get That's the uh, tie fighters going. That's but then the in the movie mode, it's different. Yeah. I was going to say that center hole. It's um, I I probably haven't played it nearly as long enough as I should have, but I'm finding it somewhat challenging to hit it. It's a massive hole in the middle of the, the play field, but it, like yeah. the angles that I think it should work on just don't work, and it's mm. sort of weird. Like I find it a little bit challenging to hit sometimes, but I think that'll just come with getting my eye in for the table. But did you find that as well? Yeah. Yeah, but no, but like I said, the the, you know, the Millennium Falcon multiball is different than when you do the movie mode, which is them flying when the Millennium Falcon. And I mean, like the animations are the same where you're still having the Falcon flying around and the TIE Fighters chasing it. Mm. But what you're shooting at is now completely different. So it's it's cool that they changed it up and there's a lot of variety of where you're supposed to be shooting the shots. And I really, that's the other thing that I really enjoy out of it. Um, so yeah, I've, I'm I'm full on on board with uh, with these tables. Let's let's talk a little bit about your despising the, well you call it the fox pack. They call it the balls of glory, which really is kind of kind of confusing. They should have just called it fox animation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's fox, but, uh, it's fox in, what's, in what's the your core grapes? app. So in Zen Pinball um, HD on Android, it's it's got on the front menu you've got like all the I'm sure it's the same in FX as well. Maybe um, you've got like all the different like franchises. You've got Star Wars, Marvel, and then Fox. And when you go inside the Fox folder, oh. it's actually got um, uh, it's got F Fox Entertainment, I think it's called. Then inside, it's got the the four brands that they've got inside. So that's what. Okay, so see that looks completely different from what we see on Steam. Uh, okay. So yeah. Because on Steam, it doesn't. They don't divide them up. Mm. It's just they. Yeah, they bundle all the Star Wars tables together, but they're just in a column row. Um, uh, and then at the very end of the row, all of a sudden, I mean, you know, different franchises can be mixed into the row. They're just not mixed oh, amongst each okay. other. Okay, so That's really interesting. Like you know, the the, the interface. The, yeah, so there's not. Yeah, you're not identifying it by table packs at all. Oh, right. Um, or branding at all. There's not a Marvel pack or anything else like mm, that. This is almost like the 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 whole concept that 
I think um, Farsight was trying to work towards with the new UI and the fact that they group it in folders. So it's sort of like a folder hierarchy in mobile. And I think that's probably just because there's not a lot of screen real estate in mobile and they have to think about the way they actually do the UI. I really like the UI in yeah. mobile. I think it's really clean. I think really if, if Farsight just copied the Zen UI verbatim and just put their tables in there, it would be great. Honestly, not having used the new UI in, in Pinball, which we'll probably touch on later. Um, yeah. Well, actually, let's 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 touch on that right now because I really don't have anything else to say about Balls of Glory. I haven't played it well, much. Well, I so. will. I will <laughs> actually say a few things about it. Um, the- okay, but let me let me just real quickly though, since you're on the UI. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been some, we're going to talk about some silly complaints that uh, I've come across, but some of those silly complaints have been regarding uh, uh, Farsight's new UI, and it, it it's with the organization aspect of it, uh, I don't understand what people are expecting to see. Mm. It, yes, Zen's is a much more efficient way of getting around it. And I think Farsight can still get to that point. But graphically, the the icons on Zen are tiny compared to what uh, Farsight's using in their new UI. Yeah. Well, look, I, I'm purely going on what you're saying because I've not seen it. They haven't done it for mobile yet. Well, so, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll nod and smile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you'll just nod and smile and grin. Okay, go ahead and uh, say your piece. We'll we'll get touch into this a little yeah, bit yeah. more. But yeah, go ahead and say I your piece about those tables. Definitely in more detail because you know it's it's an important part of the next general next evolution for for Farsight, I think. But getting back to the 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 Fox tables, they they're they're hard to play when you've got your speakers on on mobile and you're just sitting in the lounge room. Number one on Archer table, there's a few callouts in there that are screamingly loud. They're like they're mm. not they're not being normalized audio wise. Like when you get a ball save on Archer, um, it's like you should not use the nerve gas or whatever that is. Because I I don't watch the the series. I don't know all the in jokes that these tables have. There's a lot of yelling on yeah. the series, but everything is just yeah okay. Well, it should be called the yelling table. So Archer is now the yelling table because <laughs> that's all it does. All the callouts are yelling, and the the what whatever her name is the the like the chief or like the the female character in that show. Um, that's like uh, like the well, that's uh, Mallory. All she does is yell in it, and it's bloody infuriating. Like <laughs> I I cannot play this with. I feel guilty playing this when I'm next to my wife and and watching TV because all she hears is this bloody game screaming at me. It's terrible. So, <laughs> so that's one complaint with it. Um, the, the table's okay. Like it's got modes. It's it's it plays well. It's still a spell out all the words game, which drives me insane. Mm-hmm. It's so boring to actually shoot the ramps over and over and over again just to spell out danger zone. That's a long bloody phrase. Danger zone. <laughs> that's that's a lot yeah. of shots to that ramp. And it's just it gets long in the tooth over over time, and it seems to be the way that most of the fox tables have been designed. They're all spelling games, mm. and mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew that from when I actually got it. And it might have been, it might just be because I'm not into the the fox animation franchises that much, and I just don't get some of the references. 
um, in the in the tables. But this is one of yeah. those things that if you're making a if you're making it uh, a table franchise like Fox and you're doing it um, for a wider pinball audience, it's almost like it's it's creating a niche within the app itself. Like if you make it really really like quote heavy and sort of reference heavy, you're really you really do take away from the 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 people who haven't seen the franchise before and don't know any any of the memes in the in the the franchise and it it really does make it a little bit tough to get into i'll, I'll be honest um yeah i me- mechanically um some of the tables work okay like archer's got some nice toys in it the the way you interact with a car is really cool to start a mode you shoot the the ball into the boot of the car or the trunk, if you're in the US. Um, and, and then it just screams off the table and it drives off the table. That's cool. Like, the, there's some good effects in it. But, yeah, just some of the, the, the choices they made. And, again, like, not using the actor call-outs. I think they might have actually used direct quotes from the shows, like the dress, the voice Yeah, actors. I don't think that, yeah, They're I don't think original. they had anything specifically recorded for yeah, it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think they, they by the yeah. thing, they, they were pretty deeply integrated with Fox this time around, which is, which is good. Because the authenticity is certainly there. Like you can really get the the authenticity of the, all these tables with relation to the franchise. But again, it just makes it really hard. Like the like you should not use the nerve gas is the quote you get when you have a ball save. How does that relate to having a ball save? Like this is the thing. <laughs> like it, the audio calls don't marry up with what's happening on the table, and it kind of drives me insane. Right. So. Okay. That's all I'll say about the subject. But be if you don't know the franchise and you don't know the fox like the fox entities that are being used um, in here, I would think twice before um, getting into it. That would be my call. It's a bit of a harsh thing to say, but that's how I feel about it at the moment, which is a real shame. And I'll just say that I haven't. I mean, I've messed with the tables, but they didn't draw me in that much. So, mm. and I do watch Archer a lot. Um, it does make me curious, and apparently I missed it. Well, I don't think I missed it because it was the day after I was there. But at Pin, uh, Arcade Expo, uh, there was a Whitewood. Somebody and I see we need Pinball Wiz in here to uh, to inform us because he knows all this crap. Um, but somebody's making a custom Archer yes, table. Yes, I saw it. I saw shots of it. Um, I think, yeah, um, coast to coast. It's a. It. Um, oh shit! I went. What? It's, actually, it's one of the, it's one of the actual pinball uh, players. One of the top players is, I believe, designing it. Um, yeah, I want to say Keith Elwin, but I don't know if sure. that's for sure. Yeah, who but it is. But I'm anyway, totally sure. but you're right. They're Point doing. It though, I was like, table. oh, how interesting! He's doing an archer table. We just had an archer table from Zen. Yeah, be very curious to see with regards to the callouts. Like how how he approaches it, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. To see if it, if it's a different if it's a different aspect to what you're addressing, where it's you don't need to be so knowledgeable about the show to still get the entertainment value out of yeah. it. So yeah, it's, it'd be I think that would be the biggest thing to Zen. Like if you if you're making a theme table, which is the, the Zen's modus operandi, um, yeah, about the callouts that you're telling your voice actors to do because they really do make yeah. a difference because you're hearing them all the time. They need to be informative, not just quips. They need to actually inform the player yeah. what's going on. Otherwise, they're useless and they're just noise. So that, yeah. that would be my bug. And that's what we'll say about that. <laughs> that's a wrap on Zen bitching. <laughs> Bobby will never come on again. So there. 
Bobby uh, will never come on again after hearing this. Hey, let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Screw <laughs> you guys. <laughs> You can say, hey, hey, I just got to put on their list, all right? So yeah. uh, <laughs> you don't want to get taken off. I'd love to be put on a list. <laughs> I don't want to get taken off the a naughty boy list. I get taken off the promotional list. Well, this will be this will be good because then whenever they do come up with a new table, I'll actually be able to post the press kit to the hey, forum. Cool. That otherwise we'd have to go dig around on other you know sites to to pull. So the same things that they're sending to IGN and to uh, 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 Kotaku. Hmm. It's the kind of stuff that I'll actually be getting sent to me and then I'll be able to post it on our form, so that'll be good. Um, Let's run through a couple of uh, real quick things. Mm -hmm. Uh, First off, uh, our friends over at uh, Ask Homework, they have got uh, on Steam, they're doing the uh, Project Greenlight or whatever they call that, um, to try and get their game approved to get it into Steam. Zachariah Tables, Yeah. yeah. Zachariah, Zachariah. I, I, um, anyway, so I want to I want to point that out that you, everybody should go. Uh, well, we'll probably we'll, we can tweet out the link, but everybody should go into their Steam account and vote for it to get put in. This um, is. I personally, I don't you go. You go. I was gonna say I personally I don't care for Zachariah tables, but as somebody that loves pinball, we absolutely need to support them getting made available for purchase on mm. Steam. Um, these guys have done a really good quality product and whether or not you like the actual title itself should be irregardless because they're making some really good looking, good playing machines that I think a lot of people will really enjoy. And not only that, but when you get this competition going, when you get Zachariah in there and you got Zen and you got Pimble Arcade, it only benefits everybody else because that makes them compete against each other. And when we want that. So yeah, for sure. Check out the link that we'll uh, post in our Twitter feed. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's click making, on that. It's making everyone in the Ask Homework part of um, Pinball Arcade Fans Forum very, very happy because they've been asking yeah. for Pinball, uh, Zachariah on um, Steam or PC platforms for a very long time now. Uh, we've, When we were talking to Zolt in the past, he was saying that you know they're definitely going to be looking at cabinet support and stuff like that. Now's the time yeah. that they're going to be starting to do this. Like it's, They're waiting for the, the, the PC release before they start looking into cabinet support and stuff like that. So yeah. So anyway, there's the that we wanted to mention. Uh, another thing we need to mention um, is the Kickstarter for Doctor Who is currently active for Farsight. So if you feel like contributing to that, um, make sure you go check out uh, the Kickstarter yeah. and look at them up. Uh, and then the one other thing that I wanted to touch upon, uh, just to get it out there, um, in the Kickstarter video. There is some tables that everybody went, oh, those are spoilers, those are leaks, because like we saw a hand grabbing the double uh, Ferris wheel yep. of Hurricane, and there was a quick screenshot of Demolition Man that, you know, it was a really tight image of Demolition Man, and I think there was a couple of EM tables that were also shown, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, oh, they must have these tables all there. It's like, folks, A, these are easily stock footage. Well, that's true. B, it's also not a true indicator that they have the machine there at Farsight, because if there's anything that we've learned from them, it's they don't usually buy these machines until right before they're going to get ready to make Cause them. Because they, they so, just don't have the room, right? <laughs> no, they don't have the room. They don't have the they room. They really don't. Um, so, yeah. So what I want to go with this is we have on the Pinball Arcade Fans uh, forum, there are speculation threads about what is going to be happening in the next uh, table mm. pack. 
And it's become this big issue that once we know for sure that a table is coming, everybody screams for the thread to be closed. Mm. Well, that usually falls in my lap since I'm the <laughs> the moderator that tends to pay attention okay. to it. If you want us to close a thread, we need definitive proof. Definitive proof is either you showing us a picture that Farsight themselves posted on Facebook or in some other venue, or you can link us directly to Steam achievements in Steam, something tangible that has been released by Farsight, mm. not something that you're guessing at or say, oh, I heard it on good authority or anything else like that. If you want me to th close the thread, we need proof. We need it linkable. Yep. Don't just pop into the form and be like, oh, it's going to be this. Close the thread. Yep. Excuse me? Who are you? Basically, I don't I know. Think we should so, just wait until Farsight releases the table. That's definitive enough for me. Um, so, well, yeah, but that's not, that's not how the speculation thread runs. Yeah. <laughs> speculation thread wants to move on to the next speculation. Well, they so can. They're they just all about the... They just leave it open. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, this is why I'm in the speculation thread and you're not, because you're not playing nice with them. But what I'm saying is those that are playing with them, this is what I need to close the thread. Okay, folks? Because otherwise I'm not closing it. And it doesn't matter how many that. times. You probably should. Um, I've commented in the threads various times. I'm not going to create a sticky on the thread itself because it, it's pointless because then the thread gets closed and then I just have to redo it again the next time the speculation thread. And I don't start the speculation thread either. No, I'm talking um, about like a, like a sticky about what constitutes a closed thread and stick it right at the top of that sub forum. Um, so people, nah. people know. Oh, well, continue. <laughs> too much, too much. I'm just, I'm just telling the people that listen to this, that are in the speculation threads, this is what is expected of you. Okay. <laughs> How <laughs> many people do you actually think listen to us? <laughs> like seriously. Enough. Well, I know that some, I know that some of the people that post in there listen to us because I see it all the time. Oh, oh they mentioned in the uh, podcast. So, Oh, yeah. good. Okay, Just that's saying. good. That's good feedback because we have no idea. We got an idea about download numbers, but yeah. actual listeners is another thing altogether. So, yes, um, uh, with me complaining, that's leading us into a, a segment we're going to deal with uh, silly complaints, but not yeah. yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're uh, I also want to. <laughs> but we're, we're not. Quite. We're going to finish with the silly complaints, but um, I want to also mention we have our uh, blockade table of or tournament of the month happening this Saturday, the 30th of January. Signups are on Wednesday, the 27th. This is the season ender. Uh, we've been, so it's our sixth one of the season. So this is uh, for all the marbles for point totals, bragging rights. Uh, if you are hoping to get that special one of a kind, well, second of a kind now, uh, diamond background winner avatar, uh, then, Obviously, you're in the top three, and you know what you need to be doing and mm. signing up. But anyway, uh, tables that are being played, just as a reminder, are Star Trek Next Generation, Tidoff, Earthshaker, and Terminator 2. Um, so really so, quite a good selection, actually. There's a lot yeah. of grind tables in there. but um, uh, Yeah, unfortunately, there are. Okay. Um, get grindy. Get, get grindy, indeed. Uh, also, before I forget, uh, Twitter, if you want to talk to us, at Shut Your Traps at Jared Morgs, or most importantly, at Blockade. Yes. That's where you will get all sorts of info. I tend to post a Blockade more than I post my own. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> most of this, basically, if it's pinball related, I post on Blockade, and if it's some other thing related, then I post on my own, uh, yeah. my own account. 
Uh, no, we don't have the Instagram. No, we are not on Facebook. No. For good reason. <laughs> for very good yes. reasons. Yes. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Blockade podcast. We enjoy doing it. Hope you enjoy listening to it. I have been your host, Shut Your Trap, a.k.a. Chris Freebus. That has been Jared Morgan. We will As see always. you all again. As always. Yes, forgot the as always. Um, we will see you all again next week. Same bad channel, same bad time. Wait, no, what? Oh. See you later, guys. Yeah, that is that is trademarked. I probably shouldn't use that. Oh, too late. Bye-bye. Wizardamusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own the table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast to receive 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening, play some pinball.